0: Welcome to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by christianmusicmarketing.com. We are here to help Christian musicians, songwriters, and artists connect with one another, learn from one another, and to pull back the curtain to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the Christian music industry. Let's get started.
1: Hey, welcome back, friends, to the podcast. Today is a special behind-the-song episode. And I am joined by my friend, Todd McVicker. Todd, welcome. Hey, Wisdom. Good to be here, man. I'm going to read you and our listeners a bio that you may have never heard before. So (laughs) get ready. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Lula Street artist Todd McVicker connects us to Jesus with his beautiful, authentic lyrics and diverse sounds. With soulful melodies and thoughtful lyrics, Todd's music connects listeners to faith and community. As a songwriter and producer, he embraces diverse influences from R&B to lo-fi hip-hop, crafting a signature sound that is both retro and innovative. Growing up immersed in visual and performing arts, Todd now serves as a creative arts pastor, sharing his gifts to inspire worship and praise. Over a decade into his music ministry, he continues to take Christian music in new directions by experimenting with electronic textures, synthesizers, and resampled vocals. What do you think about the bio? I like it, man.
0: (laughs) I want to be that guy. That sounds good.
1: (laughs) I took uh, some of your bio that exists Uh and uh, used AI to rewrite it. Wow. That's what it gave me. (laughs) I love it, man. That's cool. yeah, if you don't like it, it's AI's fault. If you like it, <laughs> I'll take the credit. So <laughs> I'm gonna give you all.
0: I'm giving you all the credit.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, Todd uh, resides in Atlanta, and uh, we've known each other for several years now. Yeah, and uh, I remember when you first started, like you were working on this project with Sean Hill, and uh, it was a really cool. Thing, to watch you just like start to um, figure out like who you are yeah. start to figure out like how does this work I like the music industry work and yeah. releasing music and then uh, we partnered with you through Lula Street Records and so yeah it's been just a real fun journey um, and uh we just love working with you and you're also your wife is amazing. Uh we got yeah. to meet her in person. So yeah. yeah. Uh thanks for being on the podcast one of these days. We'll have you back to like share some updates and uh um, yeah. some behind the scene type stuff. But today, uh we want to talk about your song Even Here, Love Comes. Uh it's such a powerful song and I thanks, think most people that just hear it on Spotify don't know the story behind it. And I think the story is worth telling. So yeah. Do you want to share with us how Uh, the song was inspired? Yeah,
0: I'd love to. Um, So yeah, this uh, story, the creation of the song happened way before, I mean, years before I even thought about a music career, a solo Mm -hmm. music career. So um, I had the opportunity to lead a missions trip uh, through my church, over to the Philippines, um, with with amazing organization called wipe every tear that literally go into, uh, the bars to rescue girls, trapped in, uh, trapped in sex trafficking. Um, uh, Philippines is one of the top five destinations in the world for sex tourism. Uh, there's a kind of red light district called the walking street, and there's hundreds and hundreds of bars, thousands and thousands of girls that are just trapped in this lifestyle, have no hope of getting out. And this organization goes into the bars with missionary teams invites the girls to come out um, and then provides um, housing, uh, all their you know food and board, and then pays for them to go to college, which breaks the poverty cycle over the whole family really. And so amazing organization. Um, I had been previously on a trip with my wife and daughter um, a year before that trip. I think this was 2018 that I went with the church. And, uh, so we're, we're go- it's an amazing just experience to, to just rely on the Holy Spirit so much when you're in these environments. Um, you feel so connected to the spirit of God there. It, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced. I, I tell people, it's almost like you're, it's a high on God. Uh, it's, you're so connected and you, because you have to be, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, during this trip, one of the nights, um, we go out on smaller teams. So there's three or four people in a team. Um, and you you just you literally go to bars, you ask the Holy Spirit, like, where should we go? Who should we talk to? Like all, you know, all the craziness, uh, just relying on the Holy Spirit. So I go um, with a different team um, to this really small bar right on the outskirts of what we call the walking street. Um, and we walk in and I, as soon as we walk in, I see this young girl on the side of the stage, uh, place is really small. There's probably eight to 10 girls on stage, uh, maybe 10 customers in, in, the, whole, in the whole bar. And I see this girl off to the side and she is like cover, like trying to cover up as much as possible. She's not dressed like any of the other girls. And uh, I felt like the Lord said immediately, like, that's, that's who I have for you to talk to tonight. So we sit down. um, I talk to the, uh, like the the bar manager and you tell them who you want to spend time with. And they have like numbers on them, which is just awful so you know i say hey i want to talk to number 14 and she looks at the girl looks back at me and says you want to talk to her and i said yeah and she said oh she's a virgin you'll like that and i was like yes that exactly wow. so she comes down and this girl is like i mean she is terrified wisdom i mean she is literally sh- like shaking and so she comes sits right next to me barely any clothes on and i just lean over to her and just say hey I just want you to know, like, I don't want anything from you tonight. I just, I want to have a a conversation with you. So she, she relaxed just a little bit and, you know, kind of the goal was to get them just to talk and and it's very low pressure. It's not like you need to come out now or you need to stop doing this. You know, it's it's none of that. It's um, being Jesus instead of preaching Jesus is what Mm Wipe Every tear says. So, um, you know, over the course of a conversation, you know, I found out she was uh, 19 years old First week in the bar, she was a virgin and she was a worship leader at her church, which both uh, she told me that both with joy and with shame because I'm a worship leader, yet I'm in this bar. So, me being a worship leader as well, that's what we started talking about. So, I'm pulling up pictures of me leading worship. We're talking about songs that we like to sing. And, like, one of her favorites was was Oceans, you know, by uh, Hillsong United. So, we're talking about that and the lyrics and just this amazing connection. And she is like opening up. So, um, we, one of the things we do is we invite them to uh, what we call a girl's getaway. So it's like a beach vacation. We pay for everything It's an opportunity for them to get out of the bar for a couple of days, um, to get to know who wipe every tear is without the pressure of like, you have to do this right now. So she, we handed a little flyer and she was so excited ab- about that. She's like gripping this, this flyer, you know? And so she said, I'm going to be there. And then, um, what then what they would tell you is uh no hard sells. like have the conversation leave and let let god do the work after you leave or whatever but they say be sensitive to the holy spirit which is one of the things i love about this organization so a lull happens in the conversation we're probably there for an hour or so and i just this this unction from god like just just tell her she can leave now if she wants to so i just lean over and i go hey if you want to leave with us right now, you can. And she burst into tears. Wow. I mean, and she's like, I want to leave right, right now. And so I'll go, Oh, okay. We, like we didn't talk about how to do that. You know? So <laughs> I, I turned to the, our uh, Filipino uh, girl that's with us from River, tear, I said, she wants to leave now. Like, what, what do we do? And she goes, um, I don't know. <laughs> so she runs out and like calls, like the leadership comes back and says, okay, um, I'll come back when she gets off work at like three or 4 AM and then she can come with us then. And I just said, I'm sorry. Like, I wasn't clear. Like she's going to leave with us now I'm like, we're not taking that chance. Like she's coming now. So what do we have to do now? And she (laughs) said, basically, you have to pay her bar fine so that Mm -hmm. we don't cause a scene. Um, so I was like, Oh yeah, that's great. What, how much is the bar fine? And it was like 60 us dollars. Um, so we, we paid that and literally she walked out of that, that bar in freedom and has never gone back. I mean, just wow. the most, ingra- and we walk outside and she grabs our uh, white paper tear girl's hands and they start like swinging their hands in the street. Oh, wow. And I'm like crying and laughing at the same yeah. time. I just could not believe that this was happening. Jeez. So um, uh, they uh, they want to like orient her to what's going to happen next. So they bring her back to the hotel where, where everyone's staying. And they invite me to come kind of sit in on the meeting. So they're all talking and mostly in Tagalog because it's all Filipinos and I don't know, you know, I don't know what they're saying. I'm just kind of smiling and nodding. And uh, in the middle one of the in the middle of the conversations they go, "Oh, by the way, what's your name?" <laughs> and she said, "My name is Red." And all of the Filipino uh, staff start crying, like uncontrollably crying. And I'm like, "Did she say something like bad?" Like I, you know, I, I don't know what's happening. And they told me like, "I think a few months before our team came" another team was there and everyone kept getting the word red and they were looking for like a name of a bar, someone dressed in red. And they just, that's one of the things that they couldn't find. And so when she, when, when red is sitting in this room, they go and we found her and she's home now. Just, I mean, just incredible. So I'm crying again. And before we went, um, you know, we asked our team also to like ask God, like who, who does he have for you to talk to or uh, spend time with or, you know, whatever, like names or pictures or, you know, so I got uh, the name Maria, which is sort of an unusual uh, Filipino name. Um, And so we're in that that meeting. And so red was her nickname. And so they, they go, what, what's your, what's your given name? And she says, Maria. And I like, just, I mean, I'm, I'm done, man. You know, like (laughs) just unbelievable. Um, Wow! So uh we spend i mean she she comes to the girls getaway she comes right to to live with wipe every tear gets into school like the whole thing but um when we are leaving the girls getaway it's just our team and we're headed to uh, downtown manila for one night before we fly out and we're in this uh, van ride for hours and i'm just processing and kind of worshiping and and um i felt just this strong desire to to write a song based on this experience Mm-hmm. Um, and at this time, um, uh, this was years before I, I thought about a, uh, you know, music career or anything like that. So I'm thinking it's a worship song for the church, you know? Um, so I come back, had this idea, had some, some thoughts on it and happened to get, um, uh, spent some time with a local artist here who I love. Her name's Harvest. Um, just incredible human being, worship leader, songwriter. Um, I had her come in and, and do some worship for the church and was talking to her, um, over coffee and just said hey i have this i told her the story i have have this idea for the song um would you help me uh, write it and she's like oh my gosh i would love to so i think like i was back for maybe a month talked to her and then like a week later we set up a a write with her and my producer uh, sean hill um wrote the song in a couple hours and i mean literally just everyone's crying it was just this amazing experience and we wrote it from her perspective so um, harvest sung like the the, uh, the work tape of it, and I, I just sat with it for years because what we ended up writing wasn't going to be like a traditional like worship song. It was written from this girl's perspective that was in bondage and and now is in, in freedom. So I just kind of held it, you know. And um, when we decided to when I decided to step out to do to do music uh, as a solo artist. That was one of the first songs we thought about for the the original ep and it it just didn't fit um sonically with with the other things so again it's it's just sitting there yeah and then after the we released the ep um it's one of the ones i kept coming back to so i I reached out to harvest again and said hey i love and i tried to do it as like with me singing by myself and it just it didn't work and so i said can we do this together and she is just so gracious and said yeah so so we, we did the song, we released it. We did a, a music video that kind of tells a little bit of the story of it. Um, but this is the coolest part to me. So while we're recording um, the song, uh, the original version of the song, um, I'm at the studio and we're tracking acoustic guitar and um, uh, Sean Hill, who's my producer, is, is playing it and, and tracking it. And I don't have headphones on or anything. I'm just I'm just in the room and he, he's playing and. As soon as he starts playing, I have this image of like, what if we could do an acoustic arrangement and what if I could have this girl sing it? Is that even possible? And so I'm like processing this because she's, you know, halfway across the world. (laughs) So I'm like processing this. So, you know, he finishes tracking and I tell him my idea and he's like, Oh my gosh, we have, we have to do that. And so literally I start Googling like, uh, uh, Recording studios in uh, Manila, in Angela City, like, I, you know, I don't know. And so like I find a couple and I'm literally reaching out to these studios in like Facebook Messenger because they don't have websites, you know. Uh, and one of the guys hits me back and it happened to be like, you know, five miles away from where she was living or something crazy like that. So uh, we got all the, you know, the track stuff together and it's, you know, stripped back version. Um, so that did not take very long. We sent this guy all the files, I booked for her to come in and record vocals. And we have a version of her uh, singing the song together. And it is, her voice is just so like tender and innocent. And to hear her like sing these lyrics about her life. It just, I mean, I have a hard time even listening to it without getting emotional about it. It's, it's just one of my favorite things that I've ever done. Gosh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh uh, man, where's the tissue box? <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I don't really have anything else to ask or add because that was like a powerful story. And yeah, even the fact that like God redeemed that. And I mean, the song itself is able to, you know, impact other people. And uh, the fact that she sang on a version. Like, yeah. Well, it's such a God story. So it yeah. is, man. Uh, so the song is it Even Here Love Comes. Uh, you definitely have to check it out. There's actually a music video with Harvest mm-hmm. that you can find on YouTube, which is uh, also amazing. So, uh, it, Todd, thank you so much for even just talking about um, your experience there because a lot of us, you know, we live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what's going on, you know, halfway across the world, and how God is uh, going after these girls that are stuck and trapped in trafficking, yeah. and God loves them and wants to rescue them, and the yeah. song is such a powerful like reminder of that. So, yeah, yeah thank you for writing that song, and um, it's definitely yeah not. You would never see the video, you know, on like Caleb's channel, probably <laughs> like, on their website. But yeah, uh, it's a much uh, needed song and uh, and story. So yeah, thank thanks for letting for me it. share it,
0: man. I, I really appreciate it. I, I, it's something I love talking about. Um, it's it's been it's changed my life, honestly. That yeah. uh, whole encounter. Um, so I, I love I love sharing about it. So thank you.
1: Uh, uh, and we're going to have you back to talk about another song. But uh, if you want to connect with Todd, just look up Todd McVicker on social media. Uh, you have a website. so yep. Yeah. Yeah. All Stay right. Hi.
0: Thank you for listening to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by Christian Music Marketing. To find out how we can partner with you to increase your impact and influence with integrity, please visit our website, christianmusicmarketing.com, or check us out on Instagram, at Christian Music Marketing. See you next time!